This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, a three times weekly show looking into all things Ipswich Town. This is the flagship show edition and I'm your host Rich Woodard and I'm joined by Ipswich Town aficionado Dave Diamond and I'm joined by my preview show cohort Harry from Bath. Harry, how's it going? All good, back safely from Stoke. <laughs> a cold and wet Stoke. Uh, Dave, you alright? You were nice and wrapped right, up warm mate. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay, yeah, thanks, yeah, looking forward to it. Christmas oh, shopping was it, or uh... when? When was that? Yesterday, in... you, no, you weren't no, stoked. I've mean, been laid low. I finally, I've had this chest infection for a couple of weeks. Finally, got in to see my doctor, which is just about as hard as getting an audience with the Pope, for Christ's sake. But anyway, <laughs> saw my doctor. I got, I got prescribed antibiotics. First time I've had them for about thirty years, I reckon. So yeah, a bit, bit weird. But yeah, it's, it's had. It's, it's, it's mend- I'm mended. I'm You're just about mend. mended now. So all good. All well, good. it's good to see you then. It's, it's, well, hopefully, the voice will hold. There you go. You're the Barocca. Should be fine. No, yeah, I'll be saying, no, I haven't got Barack. I'll be fine. Should be something so. else. Thank you very Talking of injuries, gentlemen, let's um, let's do a bit of the news before we um, head up to uh, to Stoke. Um, Cole Scoose, um, we were we found out I th- there was a bit of a rumor, wasn't there, midweek about Scoose maybe being injured, yeah. and then Lambert confirmed it on on his Friday um, press conference, and then subsequently yesterday, um, it looks like he's out yeah. for two months. That's he's quite hefty, isn't it? it? Yeah, we, it's a bad one. Um, I think yeah. at first, someone broke it on the forum last week. I think yeah, it happened TWTD, on the training ground. That, so someone yeah. obviously in the know um, broke on the happened in the training ground that morning. Broke on the forum, um, and someone initially said four months. Well, yeah, okay, just throwing it out there. But it's a, I think it's a big blow for us. I think he's yeah. been he's played really, really well um, since Lambert. Certainly since Lambert's been in charge. And um, he provides the experience in there. Yeah. I mean, you know, you only had to look yesterday in there for goodness sake. You know. Um, it's going to be, it just goes from bad to worse, guys. It's, it's going to be a big miss. Harry, any thoughts? No, totally agree. Totally agree. I did think, I think we did miss him yesterday, actually, but we'll come on to that in a bit. He just adds, it's, Dave's right, it's the experience, it's the know how. He's, he's able to regulate the midfield, whether it's up tempo, down tempo. Um, and, you know, I know probably, there is a question about him with and without the ball. I think. We saw against Bristol City what he's capable of. He never did enough of that against under Mick. You usually get one or two brilliant passes a game. Um, against Bristol City the other week, we saw you know we saw right. another. Mm. Yeah, exactly. He was holding what he just is capable of. He does have that vision. Um, but um, no, he was. I think he was missed yesterday. Not that the midfield. We'll talk about the midfield. They played well, but I do think. Um, 
No, it is a huge loss. Yep. Huge, huge loss. He was part of the, the spine of knowledge that we had yep. running through the team with Chambers and Sears. You know, at least that meant we had something to hook onto throughout the team. No, Absolutely not good. Right. Not well, good. We, yeah, we'll talk about yeah. the... Um... The configuration yeah. that uh, Lambert went with yesterday in absence of space yeah. um, in a bit. Yeah. Um, in other bits of news, I'm trying to find a excuse to no, uh, an excuse to talk about the FA Cup. There we go. That's a pun instead. Um, Accrington Stanley gents in the um, FA Cup third round draw. Honestly, it just sums up our season. What a crap draw, honestly. <laughs> Could it be worse? Could Not fancying a trip up north. Well, you're sort of hoping, aren't you? You're hoping... Oh, <laughs> you know, I hope for a cup run. Oh, you know, Man City at home, Liverpool at home. Someone, someone, you know, give us something. Accurate in Stanley, Stanley away is just... Is it not it's, winnable, it's though, Dave? Is that, it's a winnable game, though, isn't it? No? Is well, it switching the cup? Come well, on, yeah, good point. Yeah. Let, me, you know, let, me, let me dive in there on, right straight away. I've, I literally, just before we came on, had a, the quickest of digs on the Accrington Forum. They say it's a winnable tie. So <laughs> it, is a winnable, it is a winnable tie. Right. You just have to decide who it's winnable for. There's a great thing. I have to say this. Ipswich, when teams get Ipswich in the cup, it's hilarious. You get ready to go on to whatever the opposition forum is. And, you know, you've got Manchester, Liverpool, Arsenal, all these great potential. And out comes Ipswich. And you've gone and got 18th prize in the village raffle. And, you, oh, and there's cool. always this sense of, oh, God, it's Ipswich. And particularly if it's Ipswich away and a team in the northwest, they just lose it. I remember when we drew Preston at home. They did beat us in the end. The Preston fans were doing their nut, thinking, oh, God, Ipswich, yeah. what a, it could not be worse. You know, you think yeah. they were Liverpool, Everton on their doorstep. Nope, you're off to Portman Road. It's great <laughs> stuff. No, so one of the, the Accrington fan, is it me who's not too impressed? And um, they said, we're at home to Cadence lot. He said, well, there was anything on the bench. Um, uh, it's a great draw. They're rubbish and they're focused on avoiding relegation. So they think they can, they, they reckon they have a chance with them. Um, well, well, they probably do, under don't a they? different uh, under the previous previous manager that may have been the case we'll see what Lambert does mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know this yeah. who knows this may well be the yeah. season we win a we win a cup match and um, yeah. you know we go on a cup run we we hang on to that <laughs> it might be a um, handy practice for the type of yeah. opponent we'll, we'll face next season there we go i got that in there just because yeah, no, to save you guys from having to do that you needed to just drop that yeah so from the um what's what's the accrington stadium has it got a fancy sponsor or some weird name i i don't know i should have done research because i harry, want to do harry a segue will. to the yeah. bet 365 stadium go on harry quickly yeah. Otherwise, I'll abandon Link. It's, it's, some, it's something, I can't remember the name of it, I'm digging it up as we speak. It's the Crown Ground. Oh, the Crown Ground. Uh, well, that's a nice um, place, isn't it? Crown Ground. Um, uh, oh, actually, no. I, I, it's a multi-use stadium. I can do, it's currently called the Wham Stadium. The Wham Stadium, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As part of a three-year, £200,000 sponsorship deal with Watmore UK Limited. Oh. So that's Not what George you get Michael for a Not George Michael and Andrew Wham. Richards. Club yeah. <laughs> Last Christmas. There you go. Uh, this is yeah. Christmas theme, guys. So from the Wham Stadium, Wham, um, to the Bet365 and um, Ipswich Town versus Stoke City. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk lineups. We got, um, again, we got whispers, didn't we, um, earlier about possible changes and um, five changes, not least um, in goal. Um, any thoughts, Dave, quickly on Gherkin coming in for Bart? Well, not a surprise. I mean, I just think Bart, yeah. perhaps he just had to be taken out of the fight. I've never known a season like I mean, we haven't known ever known a season like this. It's just ridiculous. You know, it's a complete, as we said before, a storm. But, um, you know, for, so that's for us. So Bart was in till the Norwich game. Gherkin was in. Bart was back. Gherkin's back. So, you know, two changes before, two, you know, four changes really before Christmas just un- unprecedented isn't it mm. it's just incredible really um, I think with Bart you know 
maybe, and no one's really, I was, I was thinking about Bart, do you think really people have, um, have underestimated his relationship that he had with Webster, the goalkeeping coach, you know, he's yeah. got Malcolm Webster. We yeah. spoke about uh, that a few times in the preview, actually. Let's come yeah, up. yeah. You know, I, I don't think that can be underestimated, you know, I think that's a factor. And also the fact that he was away slightly longer with, you know, went away with Poland to the World Cup. Yeah. Okay, great experience for Bart, but didn't didn't play. But I think that's had a factor. That's had a factor too. Mm. Yeah. He is a confidence player. We talked way back when there were the early wobbles in September on the preview show about the fact that Mick, above all else, protected his keeper. The team was always built around shielding the back to the centre-back pairing and the goalkeeper, and you built out from there. And the wingers were almost ephemeral in some ways. That's how I felt at times. We went under Hurst from that being the case to the focus being... Try, well, who knows what the focus was. But, um, but the idea being that the goalkeeper certainly didn't have that level of protection, coupled with the fact that Bart is a confidence player. And you say throw in Webster in the World Cup as well. You know, it's never one thing. Mm. But um, I, the hope was, we talked about this on, on, on the, in the preview show as well, Dave, that as long as it was managed properly, that was the key. None of this nonsense about announcing the team sheet in a fit of ego before the game. Yeah. Just, well, just manage it correctly. Yeah. That was it. And I mean, it kind of done it. And, you know, the biggest game of the season, always going to be the biggest game of the season. If we understand the team was announced 90 minutes, you know, he got yeah. to the ground expecting to play and was told he wasn't. Yeah. I mean, that's sorry. No, that's a killer. That, that's, yeah, yeah, that's not good, is it? Yeah. Um, so I think there's a, there's a general consensus that I think the, the switch for Gherkin is probably a sensible one. Um, yeah. Yeah. To your point, yeah. Harry, about consistency, at least the, the back four there um, yeah. is consistent with Spence, James, yeah, Pennington and Knudsen. Yeah. Um, However. And then we start getting changes. So the, yeah. <laughs> the three central it's midfielders are all fun. different. Um, so Shalaba mm. comes in, Downs, and Nolan, who made a <laughs> sub coming out of Forest, didn't. You know, I didn't make any, uh, didn't pull oh, up Jordan, any trees. My son, Jordan trees. went to Forest and he said, Dad, he was awful. When, when he heard he was playing yesterday, I said, Nolan's in. He said, I can't believe that. He said, he had 10 minutes at Forest last week. And every time he touched the ball, made a pass, he gave it away. Right. Mm. Well, yeah, when we'll, we'll come on to his performance yesterday. but um, And um, Harry, do we think that Chalaba was the sitter of that three yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say I would say so. It's, it's always, I, I've said, yeah, it's always a, midfield is the microcosm of the team and you're looking at the balance it was a very young in terms of and team at midfield and certainly lacking championship experience most importantly but it actually had got a balance to it each player had a well-defined role Chalaba was the sitter Nolan was obviously playing further forward and Downs was basically he was kind of just doing a bit version of Joe Allen he was kind of getting in breaking play up doing no probably not more more like Ryan Woods actually more accurately Mm -hmm. getting in breaking up play you know, just basically making an absolute nuisance of himself. I felt that the midfield, with a few reservations, um, within its limitations, actually, di- it worked, it functioned effectively. Yep, yeah, I agree with that. We'll, we'll talk I about mean, they're up against, the game. to yeah. be fair, those three are up against a lot of experience in they there, are. for goodness sake. I mean, yeah, you know, just Allen, um, Woods, Kluke. I mean, good Luke, players, Luke experienced yeah. players. Yeah. 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 Um, and the front three... Um, Sears, uh, I'll give you our form player at the moment. Um, Lancaster gets another start um, after yeah. impressive showing last week. Um, and Roberts back in for Jackson, who apparently was ill along with Ward. Um, yeah. And yeah, we'll talk about Roberts' performance later on, but do you suspect that if Jackson's fit, he would be the first choice now? Or is Roberts, I, is he going to mix I it just, up? I just don't know, you know, because obviously Harrison's fit again. I know he yeah. had a little yeah. 10 minute cameo off the bench. Um, yeah. You know, you may well, you, you know, you may well be looking to, you know, to, just to give him a go to see if we find the answer up there. You know, mm. 
Uh, I mean, I'll be interested to get your um, get your thoughts you know, in, a, in a few minutes on Nolan, actually. Yep, yep. Mm. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll certainly come to him. Um, so, Stoke, um, not many surprises, Harry, from what we talked about last week. No. Um, Butlin and goal, Ma- Ma- Martina, Shawcross, Williams, Peters at the back. <laughs> the usual three woods, Alan, Klukas. Uh, Williams, came, Williams came in, didn't he? He didn't play... Um, against Reading, but he came back yesterday, didn't he? He came, but he, he started. Yeah, yeah, um, he did. Um, go the, on, the only thing, there was a, the only other odd thing was uh, Barry Hino and Afobe starting. There was a kind of slightly panicked because I was I was sitting in. I went with a very an old friend of mine. He's a Stoke fan, and so I was sitting in the home crowd, and I was so sort of listening into the home concourse, just picking up on the sort of whispered conversations. There was a kind of panic, thinking, "Oh my God, is he going four four two Because he had Berahino and Afobe, and I was wondering maybe that would Lucas out wide on one side, Ince on the other. That would be that could be a problem. But in fact, he didn't. I think Afobe started up front, and Berahino was playing in a wide role. So that's uh, he's, 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 he's a four two three one man really, or a, or a three in the middle and one up front. That's how he likes to play, and yeah. so he didn't change. So yeah. in some. Berrino on the side. Berrino came in having not played all side at Reading. And a phobia in front of you, as you say. Um, yeah. So, yeah, as Dave has kind of highlighted already, that midfield battle, that three of Woods, Alan Klukas versus Shalaba Downs and Nolan, that is, um, yeah, that is, you could argue that's men against boys, really, isn't it? Or it's Premier League versus... Oh, it literally um, is, but... Something else. From all accounts, you know, I was listening to the commentary following it and stuff. By all accounts, you know, the midfield acquitted themselves really, really well. I did. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's yeah. get into it, shall we? Um, and um, I was sat literally right at the end of the the row in the away end with <coughs> no wall, and just before kickoff, the howling winds around Stoke were accompanied by torrential downpour as well. Uh, so it was not a pleasant away uh, following for those yeah. of us who didn't have a wall or a roof above us. Yeah. Um, but the town fans in good number and in good voice yesterday. Yeah. Um, more of that too. Um, let's get down to it. Um, so. Town started the better, I think. We had a lot of the ball, though it was largely restricted to our our own half. But a bit of a theme about Stoke breaking through, particularly down the sides. And five minutes, we have our our first real tester, which is yeah. a long ball over the top by Peters, who plays in a Fobe, who's dashing with Pennington. There's a bit of a mix-up between Pennington and a Fobe, and, 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 and Gherkin comes out, manages to get something on the ball, and the, the ricochets away. Oh, Fobe goes down looking for a penalty there, I think. There's nothing there, but I think we got away no. with one there. We really yeah. got away with it. It was quite no. an easy ball over yeah. the top as well. And, yeah, yeah, it was nothing. A bit Pennington of confusion there, but yeah. And first thing for Gherkin to have to do. Um, yeah. was a, there, was a, there was a few bits of, of Gherkin having to re-familiarise himself. There were some passes. <laughs> we did our usual splitting of the centre-backs. And actually Stoke didn't press too high, so actually we got away with that. Um, mm-hmm. But that one was a bit of a warning sign early on. Um, I think Afobe went looking for a penalty there, though. The Stoke City Twitter was a bit more um, yeah, kind on that one. Yeah. Um, go on, Harry. I think, quick one on Afobe, I think he hid through a lot of that game. I was not impressed by him. Ooh. They talked about, Stoke fans talked about, about him being a bit of a mirage of a player. He looks the part, etc. But there were times in the game when a more assertive striker would have been hungry and would have got into the thick of the action. Whereas he was kind of, he was, he was, he was tucking in nicely and being there at thereabouts. But I, I just felt... I just felt he was a bit more anonymous than he could have been for all of his promise. Anyway, because he's we go. quite physical, isn't he? A phobic yeah. unit. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he really yeah. is. Yeah. 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 Show. Okay. Yeah. So about 10 minutes later, we've got another kind of warning sign for Ipswich when Chalaba turns into trouble um, just on halfway into Ince, oh, um, who mm-hmm. frees a phobic, who almost gets in, um, but Pennington clears. Um, and then almost immediately, uh, the ball is with Peters, who dashes up the right-hand side, um, 
well, our, sorry, his left, our right. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Largely unchallenged. Ball into Afobe. Plays in Burahino who cuts in and hits a shot wide. And that was the first real chance. I've got that at around the 20-minute mark, Harry. 15, Good effort, 20 yeah. Close. I think, I, think, I think, yeah, look close. I think Gherkin just about had his body. He didn't make an attempt for it. I think he just about had his angles right there. But, yeah, good effort. And it, there was a slight amber light on that. I was watching it. There was a little bit. To be fair, I, I said a full bay was anonymous. He did play a part in that move for that he, shot. He and that there well. was a, that little bit of vulnerable space in front of our back four, which we might come on to later with the second mm. goal. We would come back. But that's why I felt there was a... That was an area where you'd feel that Skews's instincts would have been there to, you know, instinctively he would have been patrolling yeah. there. So there were occasions then there was that little, that little, all they needed for Team Stroke's quality was that five yards of space and, and two seconds, and they could actually do something destructive in there in that amount of time. Anyway, yeah. moving yeah, on. Well, and I, yeah, and I picked out Shalaber turning into trouble because it was one of those games for Shalaber where you get mm. one really good thing and then two dodgy thing yeah. I think um, yeah. and that was an instance where actually it didn't work out for him uh, trying mm. to be clever and and they break really quickly um, quick 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 one liner on Chalabert if that's mm. okay I, I've got the same thing he would occasionally switch play with, particularly brilliant at switching play with a lovely diagonal ball he'd find one of the wide players out to Lancaster or whatever there were a few times he did that the 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 two people I went with, Paul and his dad. Paul's dad has been watching Stoke since '47. He goes wow. back to the Matthews era, wow. and it was lovely, lovely listening to him. I could have, you know, if I did, we didn't have to come back down to the West Country. I'd have, you know, a beer, a beer, and you just sit there and just let him chat all evening. It was wonderful. He was so knowledgeable. He did say about about um, Chalaba. He said he will be some player. He wow. spotted him straight okay. away. You could see those moments of intuitive class. And there were moments of really good short passing and quick link-up play. Given that they were mixing it with the three that they were, Woods, Allen, Lucas, who, you know, a decent midfield three, they were more than holding their own. They were keeping, they were giving us a tempo win there, those three. Anyway, sorry, just to, just to chip that in. Yeah. No, it was interesting because we, I mean, yeah. early on in the season, we said that Shelob was going to be a player, didn't we? But we did. yeah. he, he does need to iron out those those mistakes. He, he's yeah. just a bit over elaborate sometimes, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't necessarily got a problem with that because he's got the confidence to try it, you know, and he's yeah. good enough. Then he, mm-hmm. you know, nine times out of ten, he will pull it off. But he's, you know, yeah. you notice that when yesterday, I think it was on halfway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Suddenly there was two, you know, they had, they had a run on us from, from halfway. But he's not hidden, has he? And that's that's a that's no, a no, sound. absolutely. No. So, uh, I mean, just to highlight there, that's twenty minutes where that, that's the first proper chance that we've had, um, and I would say that as we said, Town started quite well though, weren't really threatening too much. It was kind of counters, but started to get into the game at sort of twenty-five minutes. And Lancaster is the one who's making mm. the difference. Sears is running and doing good industry. Roberts is kind of hustling and bustling, but the ball isn't sticking with him. But Lancaster is the one, and on twenty-five minutes we have a. Um, a couple of corners in quick succession. One where Butland comes out and flaps and misses it and it goes out. Um, and then another one where Chambers glances a, a header wide. Um, I think I may have get my corners mixed up, but there's a, another, another corner where we um, have a proper chance. Um, was that the one where... Um, was it... Was... Was this the one with the crossfield ball from um, that leads up to the corner? Crossfield ball from Nudson, which Lancaster wins the header to Spence. Yes. Then he gets a ball. Mm-hmm. Then he gets a ball back. Sort of muscles yeah. his way, tricks his way past the defender, and hits the post. Come back. He does. I think that's the one. Yeah, that is the one. Yeah. I was trying to play. Yeah. So unlucky because hits a near post first, then comes off Butland for the corner. And I think he takes the corner. It's a for what? It's a great corner. And I think Pennington gets a flick, and Chambers can't be far off just putting that in and mm. just off his eyebrows. That one. It was close. Yeah. It was up the other end for us, unfortunately. But, but what I like about Lancaster, he's just got that confidence of youth, isn't he? He's there, you know, he's fresh, he, and he, he, you know, he, he's got a trick in him. I, I love to see that. Love it. Yep. 
just to chip in on that, because we were sitting on the touchline, you were talking about, uh, just to everybody listening who wasn't there, Stoke is wet and Stoke is windy. Sure, we, yeah. for, for our sins, we were sitting on row one of the, ha- a, a, a diagonally opposite the away fans at the ha- on the halfway line. Oh, wow. Well, I can't we complain were, then. We were, no, you know, we, it was the same. It was just, you know, we got all the elements. Um, but we were right, I was literally feet away from watching the Lancaster-Eric Peters battle. It was a brilliant sideshow. Peter is, is about, yeah, he's a proper unit. He's a really good, play, uh, experienced warrior. Lots of personality. And there was one hilarious moment when Lancaster, he used Peter's balance. Peter's was cut off balance. And Lancaster gave him a little nudge and he went clattering into the side hoardings. And, you, and Peter's gets up looking really indignant at the referee. Yeah, yeah. He gets up the ref, looking at the referee, kind of going, oh, come on. Well, you know, and, and the ref was almost laughing, thinking, look at the size of him and look at the size of you, mate. You know, there's <laughs> no way. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. it was yeah. brilliant. It was it was so Confident funny. Lad. That's, been, that's been the, you know as far as you know in Lambert's first sort of six seven eight game. That's been the one real bright spot. As obviously Sears form apart, but you know the um, the progress of Lancaster has been great to yeah. see. Something yeah. to hang on to for everybody, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He he grew in confidence, and, yeah. as he, and, he, and then there was that lovely run after the break when he he won us a really lovely set piece, a proper kind of like. Teddy Bishop in this prime kind of run when he just yeah. said, let's, let's commit these guys. Let's see what they're capable of. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but there, was, there was a good combo there. The Knudsen lobbed back in was similar to the Norwich goal, actually. When Edwards scored, it was another Knudsen punt. And Shalaba yeah. did well to keep it in. I think it's Shalaba. Um, mm. And yeah, Lancaster's probably, he's, he does really well, but then he's a little too close in. But it's a combination of Butlin and the post that keeps it out. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, we move on. Um We've got a chance for Stoke, and it's it's another Peters looping cross that goes in. Huntington head, heads it up, but it doesn't go too far out. It drops at the feet of Ince, who shows himself onto his left foot and curls one high and wide. Um, that wasn't particularly close, but it was another instance, perhaps, Harry, as you say, of no one picking up mm. around the edge of our penalty area. Mm. Um, yeah. A chance for town. Um, a good work from Sears creates an opening. It's a li- there's quite a few bodies in the middle of the penalty area, but the ball drops to Roberts. Sears makes a nice decoy run to dis- to confuse the defenders, and Roberts kind of gets a, a kind of shot off that's that's wide of the post. He's kind of in centrally there, and probably a bit difficult to get it on target given the number of bodies that are around him. Um, then we have this another chance for Lancaster. Downs does really well to bundle Peters over and win the ball. Um, was yeah. that the bit that you were just talking about, Harry? No, I was thinking of one earlier in the first half. It was in my moment quite a bit earlier. There was a where the two of them went, to, the two of them clattered into each other. I don't think it was Downs. I'm pretty certain the moment was around halfway line, where, okay. and it was maybe maybe my eyes are playing tricks on me, but I thought it was Lancaster at the time right. because okay. Lancaster Lancaster was Lancaster was grinning, and Peters was quite afterwards. Peters was grinning as well. You could see it was a it was just a little bit of. Uh, I always remember going back to one of the Norwich derbies, Bradley Johnson and Luke Chambers. So it was an old school battle going on, which is quite a lovely little sideshow. Anyway, mm. carry on. Yeah, so sorry. yeah, so this uh, one is um, anyway. so about. 35 minutes downs um, shoves Peters off the ball um, Mm. plays in Lancaster um, who yeah gets past Wood cuts in and fires his shot over the bar but again as you said Dave confidence there so confident Um, similar to his free kicks against West Brom's kind of around but yeah this time it's wide and and high over the bar Um, 37 minutes we have a hashtag klaxon referee injury (laughs) and substitution which is always fun Um, so the referee we think is a hamstring apparently 
Um, and a new flag for the other lino because there's obviously we, we, some technology there. What's... That was that was that was on our side. We thought the, we, that we were wondering because the, the the original flag looked all right, but it obviously picked up an injury somewhere along <laughs> the way. There's a gust of wind or something must have obviously knocked it out. Because you saw the lino going off with two at halftime. He was jogging off with two flags, and we were wondering is this some sort of is he some sort of magician that every so often through the game he'll produce another flag, so you'll have a linesman with four flags running down. He's just pulling it out of his sleeve, isn't he? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or maybe he's Very off to direct traffic yeah. in the air. Yeah. Um, nobody, nobody knew what was going on though. It was really funny. It was one of those ones. Everybody was like, "What's, what's happening? What's happening?" Yeah. So that that was a waste of about two, three minutes there, it was. Um, and a change of referee as well, um, yeah. who, who had generally been quite lenient. Um, his replacement was a bit mixed, to be honest. Um, yeah. So pretty early on, Downs gets away with a pretty brutal shove on Joe Allen, um, and then yeah. I have to turn the page. Apologies for people who are hearing me turning paper. I've written on a really massive old piece of lined paper and it makes a load of noise. Um, I th so this is a conspiracy. There's two conspiracy theories that I want to, to set out here. One is that um, the goal is scored in, in added on time, this Stoke goal, um, that wouldn't have happened if the referee had been injured. That's conspiracy theory number one. The second is that the referee um, let, a, let an Ipswich challenge go that probably wouldn't have done later on in the game he might have called it back and given a foul and he gives a fairly mm. innocuous foul on the halfway line that starts all of this off yeah. um, mm. who's going to talk about this first goal though remind me is it you Harry no, I'm happy to run with this one um I remember thinking just before half time, I was thinking Tom Ince has been pretty quiet for the first half. And that was Stoke fans have been saying this about him that he's a bit, you know, the, the negative side is he's a bit of a show pony, etc. But he generally he's very quiet. But when he comes good, he really comes good. And I remember the, after half time, I was thinking, why was I thinking that? I shouldn't have been thinking about Tom Ince. He wouldn't have scored if I had been. Because <laughs> yeah. sure enough, who, who wakes up in the box? It started with, it was that free kick, an innocuous free kick. Woods fed Klukas. Now, Klukas was actually, he was almost, I wouldn't call him a deep line playmaker, but he was playing a little bit further back slightly to the left and he had he was finding little pockets of space and if Lucas can see a pass he will make it and and it was a it was a it, there was a degree of quality to it I felt he had possibly a little bit more space than he needed to had we switched off in that little win, in, interval yep. since the since the, since the sub had happened and then he slipped the ball into wins and rather like the second Reading goal do you remember the one where they had the 2v1 you yeah. had a full bay a bit like a bit like the old Dan Buster's raid where you have you know you have um, the one if yeah, one 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 the uh, the one uh, uh, the Lancaster the decoy Lancaster running along and the other one with the bomb Afobe was making the decoy run and lo and behold um, in comes in for the other ball a couple of questions when you actually look at the positioning of the defence Chambers was naturally drawn out to Klukas because there was nobody else yeah. Pennington was caught in no man's land on the edge of the D yeah. Knudsen was 10 yards back and it was actually Freddie Sears who was the one who was who was running in he was obviously the wide he would have been the right wide left player tracking back to see if he could help out but um, it was a very clever goal and once it came through it was the 2v1 Afobe was always going to get in the way of Pennington even if he'd come across and when you Convinced that time and space in the box, bang, one nil. Um, nice. the, the gaps in the defending, it, it it looked again painfully as if we had just literally switched off for a little bit, yeah. but it was a clinical finish. Stoke worked the goal. Do you know clever. what? I think it was quite a well constructed goal, and I don't think, yeah. think looking back at that goal, you underestimate the pass from Woods in that goal was mm. a was a great ball. He just broke the line with that pass. Yeah, yeah. absolutely broke the line with pace. Um, yeah. I think Afobe left it as well. I think it was a deliberate dummy by Afobe. He, he stepped over it. He did. I think yeah. he stepped over it. It was a night. I think it was, you can always pick holes in defence, you know. <coughs> but I think that was a well constructed goal. The pass from 
the, the initial pass from Woods just broke the line completely. And mm. as you say, right into Klukas' stride. And, yeah, yeah he, what Ince is in, but eventually finishes, slips it in from six yards. It, yeah, you can be a bit harsh on the defence, but I think that was a good goal. Yeah. yeah. And that is all the, pretty much the last action of the first only half. Only shot they had. Only shot they had. Well, they had two shots on target all game. So yeah. only shot they had target. Yeah. And, and the story is that, you know, we, start, yeah. we, we started the game okay. We had a lot of the ball. I said a lot of it in our half. As the half wore on, Lancaster Sears got much more into it. Yeah. Um, we haven't really mentioned Nolan or we've mentioned Dan a few, Dan's a few times, but it, there were chances there for Ipswich. There were four or five really good openings. I mean, no, yeah. th- th- Half time, so it was Alec Matthew, Alex Matthew, who was summarising with Brenner on uh, on Suffolk, and he was saying this is totally unjust. I mean, you, I remember you, you put something on WhatsApp, didn't you, Rich? Saying it's a tra- almost travesty, you know. We've really been yeah. in this game. It's such a shame, you know. Probably more out of disappointment than anything else. But yeah, um, yeah they said yeah they performed really well. Um, Matthew said you know you couldn't really couldn't really fault them. The slight switch off for the goal, but they have got quality players, and quality players will pull something out like that, you know. Yeah. Yep. Mm. And, and uh, before the goal, Pennington had been sweeping up quite a lot of stuff. Had done really well. Yeah. Um, Stokes' threats down the side had been quite deep, actually. Peters hadn't broken through really too much. Um, and uh, Danger Spence. Ince had been busy, Harry, but hadn't really done a huge amount down our left either. And I mean, again, ju- the old... Just... Go on. I mean, sorry, sorry, Rich. Again, the old... you, were, you were there, the old chestnut about, you know, um, crosses coming into the box. I mean, Stoke really didn't get in those positions to do that, did they? No, Particularly? no. No, they certainly didn't. I mean, Peters crossed a few in from deep. They didn't really have any out-and-out wingers. It's it's fascinating because I keep going back to um, Rabbit when he was at Birmingham. He did like he had... um, uh, Oh, what was his name? We were chatting about this in the pub before the match. Um, Cotterell on one side and Mike Holm on the other. And he did like... He liked a bit of width, but with Ince on one side and then Berahino, they're not not natural wingers. So they were were more threading in rather than necessarily... Rather than going out wide and, and sort of hitting hitting the byline yeah 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 so the things that I, I've got two sets of notes so apologies I'm looking all over the place the, the things that I noted that I, I thought 50-50s generally every ball that dropped dropped to them we, we every kind of loose ball or little flick would fall to them I, I that was something that I picked up on and, and, and I don't know well, what... just because they were uh, you know you're talking about from a luck point of view or because they were just quicker to the second ball I, th- I don't know I think there's de- possibly ball. yeah I think maybe so it felt like a combination, but every time the ball dropped, as I say, or every time there was a chance for an Ipswich ball to go through, someone would stick a stupid leg up in the air and just dangle something yeah. at it, and it would deflect yeah. it away from danger. Um, uh. Stoke fans were quiet. I, I wanted to pick up on that, because you, you kind of feel that Stoke is quite a fearsome ground. Maybe it's difficult to motivate yourself and rouse yourself for Ipswich uh, was, on a cold and wet and Saturday. They were certainly fierce at Port Vale during the week, I think you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm They're sure the toilets are more intact after the way <laughs> yeah, that it is. Very well, lot. But very embarrassed about Harry, that. you yeah. were in the um, the home end. How was the away yeah. support coming across? Let's let's talk about it now. It's um, the away fans were awesome. I'm not just blowing smoke here. I'm not just t- telling everyone they're wonderful. It was the Stoke fans were saying it. Even they were they were there was I sitting in amongst the home crowd. You're listening to the the, the increasing levels of abuse and derision aimed at their own players. Mm. This is the team. What are they? There's something like six or seven games unbeaten now, and there it was hilarious listening. They were 
any time any time the ball was passed backwards and there were moments that they were turning on the team and they were turning on route you was it was clear and it's really great as an away fan when you spot the home fan crowd doing that you feel oh hang on this is now we've got the crowd working in our favor it's a big advantage but the away fans were just relentless they never let up all game and at full time i hung back to watch them i know we come on at the end we'll get to the end of the game but um they relentlessly just kept going, Ipswich till I die, Ipswich till I die. They kept applauding. The home fans by then were drifting away, wanting to beat the traffic, get out. And our lot just stayed till the end. And the players cannot have failed to recognise it. And whatever happens this season, I was talking to a Portsmouth fan in the shop today, and my bookshop popped in, and we're going to have a go for a beer next week and have a chat about possibly what the future might hold if we go down that route. But he was saying, he said, you have to, your fan base is vital as yeah. a as a force to help regroup whatever the worst whatever the whatever the season throws at you he mm. said it's it's fundamental and i was thinking of that when he was saying it we were just awesome yesterday we just didn't shut up all game just kept behind the team whereas as i say the, the home fans in contrast i mean the famous what's the 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 the, 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 the opposite yeah Delilah. there was nothing Nothing really? on the ball. There was really no. They played it. There was a br- there was a brief moment in the second half after the second goal went in. There was a three minute window when I thought, oh, we could be in trouble here. But yeah. just as quickly, it just it just it melted away. It did, was, um, uh, and did yeah. Amber encourage the encourage the players again at the end to go over and acknowledge? Or, or no, they didn't really have it, a choice because the tunnel was right by the away end. Tunnel, anyway. oh, okay, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but they, they did. They all did. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Chambers kind of did the old. Touching the badge yeah. thing, and yeah, yeah I, 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 I mean, being such a crappy day weather-wise as well, you know, it's really yeah. easy to heads to go. The goal goes in, and everyone's kind of a bit shell shocked. <laughs> but every time there was a bit of a lull, suddenly we got back up to it again. And that yeah. um, that chant that the Blue Action guys have come up with about Champions of England and Bobby conquering Europe and all that stuff—that was yeah. coming out. And Lambert songs were coming out, and Ipswich till I die was every five minutes as well. It was, it was a really enjoyable. A way yeah. end to be in. Uh, just a shame that the the game didn't um, match for us. Let's go, let's go second half. Go on, Harry. Sorry. Just quickly, walking out of the ground at full time, the Stroke fans. You, I heard several conversations. Spare play to Ipswich. You could hear them saying that the, the, the you know the Ipswich fans were brilliant. Credit to them. You could, that was just me. You know, when you're walking out of the stadium, you're catching yeah. glimpses, the glimpses of the conversations. Hmm. Oh, I heard about four or five of those just just leaving the concourse. Anyway, second half. Sorry. sorry. Second half and 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 Ipswich continue to be bright and it's uh, again it's it's Lancaster who is front and centre um, yeah. um, a couple of free kicks one really dangerous one where a phobia actually managed to um, get a header on it and clear it away because otherwise that was that was close that one um, quick quick word on free kicks mm. this is a problem I saw at Exeter one of Hurst's many legacies is the lack of stature height to attack set yeah. pieces etc and it is it's just uh, it's so frustrating. What can we well, do? Not, you can't play. We're, 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 we're not, not a. We're, we're not, not the biggest team. team. No. I've written, you know, Lambert. It's. It's got. If that's, I'd be stunned. If it's not, whatever cavalry are coming in in early January. If, if assuming that's happening, pray to God that there are some pretty big horses in there to to extend the analogy. Yeah. <laughs> You might, have seen one. you might yeah. have seen one come off the bench yesterday. <laughs> good point. Good, good point. So uh, get back to get back to Lancaster's free kick. Sorry, Rich. Yeah. No, no, that, I, I've got n- yeah. nothing more about that apart from that he, he continues to be the threat, um, and his set yeah. pieces were were dangerous. <coughs> but as mm. we've said, the lack of um, physical presence and height in there hasn't helped yeah. him. Um, 
a chance on about 50 minutes. Um, Pennington and Downs, uh, Pennington kind of does a marauding run forward into their half, exchanges a nice pass with Downs um, into Shalaba. Nice first time ball to Downs is just outside yeah, the area. Football. It's a nice football. low shot, but it's yeah. central and, and easy for Butler. Yeah, yeah, you can hit the, you've got to hit the corner there, haven't you? But yeah, yeah. good football. Nice opening. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Good opening. Um, and then I've got nothing until suddenly it's 2-0, Dave. Yeah, I mean, this is... It's a good goal. I mean, it is, it is a good goal. Criticism, really. So, Williams steps out, I think, initially from the back. Um, I believe plays it into... Um, plays it into Berahino. Uh, uh, yeah, Berahino, I think, wide, wide, right. Dispense doesn't really do one thing or the other. He gets very touch tight to him, but perhaps is it a, is it a question there where Spence really should go right through him? I don't know. And from then on, it's just a nice goal because Berahino gets a touch inside to to Peters, who, who's who's bisected, um, by, well, sort of ran past um, Lancaster, I think. Mm, yeah, takes it takes it roughly, you know, to the edge of the box, just swings it in, and it, it, what a finish! You've got yeah. to say there is nothing wrong. What a class class goal that is! Just a swept left foot. Class finish in the corner. No goalkeeper's going to say going to save that. Just a, just a bit of criticism. I think I don't know how Spence played overall yesterday, but he just. I know you have to get tight. He almost got too touch tight. I think it was Berahino wide, and um, it was just easy for Berahino to to you know to knock it inside. Um, and then again, if you're being critic criticism there, a bit of inexperience. Lancaster perhaps doesn't go with the. Doesn't yeah, go he's with a little bit run. Up, and up, I think up, yeah. I think Lambert referred to that and he's put in the presser afterwards I think Lambert said oh you know he's been brilliant today but almost referred showed a little bit of inexperience when he didn't go with the run but what a finish I'm yeah. sorry that's, that's class it's a Premier League you know, goal teams like that, and they said on Suffolk you know teams like that can do that you know you look at the you know we said yeah. went through the team yeah great goal yeah. great goal mm-hmm. yeah any thoughts, uh, Harry? Criticism there, Harry. Yeah. What do you think? Defensive? No, no, spot, spot, no, spot on, Dave. It's, what else would I add? A little bit on Alan. They talked about him growing in confidence as the season progresses. They, you know, having gotten relegated, they're all kind of, oh my, you know, it sometimes it yeah. can be a jolt. Alan started the season quietly, but he's growing into it. Watching the goal again, Alan spot, saw what was going on a couple of seconds before Chalaba, who was who was covering him, and this is no criticism of anyone. He drifted Plus. off. He drifted off Chalaba, so he was about four or five yards behind Chalaba when the ball came in so therefore there was a little triangle of uh, of, um, of Chambers Pennington at Chalaba and he just ghosted into that space that little portal opened for no more than a split second but that's all he needed I wouldn't criticize anyone but it was you could just see Alan's thinking and that's what and that's what the inexperienced midfield will yeah learn I from agree this. yeah, yeah. The te- so, the technique. no, no crit- oh yeah because technique. Technique, it's the shape that yeah. he because the oh, ball is kind of yeah it's play, played Fantastic. into his side isn't it? It's Peter's is kind of a ninety a degree ball. So how he gets the body shape? Too hard. Yeah. yeah, it's a great goal. It yeah. is, and and, and uh, just yeah. a point to pick up on my on what I've said at half time about the fifty fifties. The fifty fifties when Joe Allen were involved always went to him. He yeah. is just a class above there, and he was man of the match at the end of the game. I bet well, that happens not, every single week. Not, what, two years ago in the Euros, got in the team of the tournament, didn't he? For yeah. way, I'm sure yeah. he did. I think I believe yeah. he did. Oh, he's a good yeah. player. He could Christ. be. I mean, well, again, you know, him and Ince. What, what, what did they yeah. sign? Alan was it 12, 11, 12 million in yeah. um, Ince the same? It's a different world. It different is. World. It is. Um, so uh, al- almost immediately, well, a few minutes later, um, Lancaster is actually yeah. subbed, um, and Edwards is brought on for him. That it was a good shift from Lancaster, wasn't it, Harry? Yeah. Much as we kind of called out a slight involvement in their their second goal, a really positive performance, a real bright prospect. 
No, he grew in confidence as the game went on. There will be a period. It often happens when a player breaks through where opponents... I, remember, yeah. I always remember going back to nuts. And they'll ha- you'll have a little bit of per- period where opponents will work him out for a few games. And that's, but that's, that's part of the learning curve. But uh, no, he, was, he, he certainly was more than a match for Peters throughout the game. And in that sense, he gave us, he gave us a good attacking option. Sure. But again, sometimes yeah. our midfield, they'd, they'd, they'd be a, the final ball through would be misread or whatever. There'd be a, not just a, This isn't a criticism of anyone, but there was just the wavelength thing still wasn't quite there. So sometimes he'd make a run and the ball wouldn't come to him. Sometimes he wouldn't run and a diagonal would be played out and he wouldn't quite see it. But, or, or the quality wouldn't be quite right. But that's, that's a general observation. And you, can, and you, you, know, you can see yeah. we've got Wigan coming up at home next Saturday. You know, yeah. Everyone's going to get a lift. Of, you know, hopefully, He's going to start. You know, people are going to look forward to seeing the kid. You know, the kid start. Dave, would you think the yeah. fact he was subs at sixty-five minutes suggested he will probably start <laughs> next week? Yeah, oh, I would. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say. He can't not yeah. at this stage. No. Um, yeah. So his replacement Edwards comes on and immediately gets booked um, for going in on Peters. <laughs> actually, so it's a nice introduction <laughs> for, for Edwards. Yeah. Um, and then um, Stoke make the first of their three substitutions. And again, we talked about men against boys or Premier League versus whatever we are. Um, <laughs> McLean comes on for uh, Tom Ince, who's Job is done, um, and that's yeah. international James McLean with yeah, yeah, ex yeah. Premier League appearances. Yeah. Um, an opportunity for town here. Um, Seventy-two. Nolan um, wins the ball and does really well. He surges forward. Um, he um, finds Roberts on the just inside the left-hand side of the penalty area, who's oh, he's got yeah. quite a low pinpoint shot, which is kind of yeah. I want to call it a cross come shot, but I think it's more of a shot. Mm. But Sears is almost getting a boot onto it. But, yeah. But again, what you said, uh, what you said, Rich, that was that. I think that led to a corner. So there was obviously a slight stoke there deflection wasn't. in there somewhere. Yeah, as well. yeah there yeah. wasn't. There wasn't. Oh, there wasn't. No, no there so wasn't I was sat. Coming. I was. Uh, we oh, were right. sat with the shot coming straight at us, and oh, we right, were all surprised right. when we were given the corner. So we got a sympathy. Yeah. We got a sympathy corner, we did, did we? Okay. We did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember <laughs> if either, anything came with the corner. You, do you know something I don't, Dave? Was it a, Sorry. Did we do anything from the corner? I can't remember. Um, I don't think. I, no, I don't no. think so. I, I, no, I don't think so. I just. I, no, it was. A, I think it was a corner. Yeah, they gave a corner, but yeah. And yeah. that was. That's um, what I was saying on Suffolk that yeah. it, it seemed like oh he's given a call. It must have, that's really unlucky because Sears Sears was probably in for a tap in there, but it's got a slight deflection. That was their take on it anyway. Right. Um, Nolan's game was done then. Um, Andre Dizel came on. Um, I thought Nolan. We'll talk yeah. about it now. Had a good game. Yeah, go I think he was. Yeah. yeah. Again, that was a consensus. Yeah. He's, um, uh, look, he's, I've, I've been banging on it about it, you know, before. I think there is a player there. There is a good player there. Two-footed. Yeah. Um, just it's confidence, isn't it? And where does he fit? Yeah, in? and that was confidence he, point was he is getting more advanced yesterday. Or that was what I was about to say. So I, th- I think there were options for him to take the ball on and to attack that maybe he didn't take. He maybe took an easy it's ball out, but he grew into the game. He definitely grew into the game. But yeah, I think yeah. with Scoots really being out, I think he's yeah. probably a, a good bet for us. Um, Harry, did you have any thoughts from the from your vantage two quick, point? Two, two, two quick ones on Nolan. Yeah, he had a very good game. I felt he grew into it, as you say. Um, I, the, the the balance of the midfield definitely helped him. I, I was going to be back on about that, I know, but that's something that did help. Having the three worked well as foils for each other within their limitations. But also the other thing I spotted, and this is something I've seen before, he was targeted with a few challenges. Lucas did him in the first half. This used to happen to Ainsley Maitland-Niles as well. I spotted that sometimes yeah, opposite, opposite opponents will know that they will deliberately know. Oh, this guy yeah. can be softened up, and mm-hmm. Nolan will have to. I think he will have to develop 
weaponry to deal with that because it was clear there was a little 10 minute spell in the first half when I'm not criticising we went quiet but that was because he'd obviously been winded um, and it was yeah. Lucas so it wasn't malicious but it was just a, you yeah, know a little you know, know around halfway free kick Guys, no yellow yeah, these are experienced yeah. players these players are up against really experienced hard yeah. and tough players at well championship and premier level you know they they know you know yeah, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> to see him start again next week um, uh, yeah such right. was the improvement. Um, yeah. But he's got to keep it up, hasn't he? And he's actually got to yeah. deliver something as well. There's got to be an end product. He has. He has. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're just about 80 minutes and there's a, there's a talking point here and I, I pinged the I've got, um, highlights. I've got to stop you, Rich. This, this, has been lo- this has been even longer than one of Ben's games. Is it? <laughs> this is pretty much it. There's nothing after this. <laughs> no, no, trust no, me. No. I just noticed that we're on 42 minutes. There's another Crazy. 20 minutes. No, I'm joking. Go um, on, go on. Spence <laughs> goes on a marauding run here and is is yeah. is pushed over and always side down in the in, and right. referee is adamant it's outside the penalty area. I've watched the highlights again. Can we have a vote here? Penalty or free kick? Spence, oh. did you watch yeah. it? No, I didn't catch that bit. I think it's a penalty. I I tweeted the um the highlights, so have a look for them. Stoke gave the extended one. Highlights. Yeah, no, they I, gave I us extended Stoke ones. highlights. I can see that. Okay. Yeah, so there's at, a at, at the game now, I was at ground level, I was really on pitch side. It looked, but you know, I haven't got the greatest view. It looked outside the very initial contact. The one point I'd make is that I remember Derby picking up bookings against us way earlier in the season. Teams are so much more streetwise than us. They know that they can defend a set piece against us comfortably when a ball gets swung in, however, however it is. Therefore, it's a risk they're prepared to take because we don't have that threat. Yeah. But I, I don't know if it was. I, I, I'm, I'm probably not guilty myself. I'm a not-outer on it. Right. I don't think it was. Yeah. Um, uh, Roberts comes off. Harrison comes on. Um, I didn't think Roberts... Um, he had a couple of sights, but I don't think he. it was a great he's afternoon answer. for him. He's, he's not <coughs> the answer up there. He's not, he works really hard, you know, admiring, but he's, he's not yeah. the answer. And Harrison hustled and bustled a bit. Um, there was a, He came close to getting on the end of a cross, but otherwise... Um, the only notable thing that I, I picked up on is that he absolutely smashed into Ashley Williams, who didn't like it. Um, not used to that in the Premier League. No, um, but otherwise, not a huge amount of time for Harrison to do much. Um, and then on 88 minutes, um, Stokes' other two substitutes substitutes were um, Crouch and Fletcher on for a phobia and Kluka. Something bloody hell. Um, Fletcher, what, five Premier Leagues? I'm sure a Europe Champions League in there somewhere. Maybe one or two. I did a quick tot up while we were chatting. Um, McLean 60 caps, Fletcher 80 caps, Crouch 40, 42 caps, 182 caps came off the bench. Yep. Um, I won't tell you how many caps we had off ours. Uh, probably not. Um, and that was it. Um, Under 20s, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and the game kind of fizzled out. We had a free kick quite in a good position right at the death, but um, Dizel, who had at that point taken over free kick duties, <coughs> hit it well over, and that was it. Um, and as Harry says, um, as the players walked off, they were well received by the away support. But it's another two 0 away defeat, yeah. arguably against a side that maybe we didn't, didn't expect to beat. But um, yeah, it's another defeat. I mean, the stats are an interesting one there. I mean, fifty percent possession. You'd have never got this under the previous. You'd never got this certainly under no. Mick, and probably not Hurst. Fifty percent possession, nine shots to six. Yeah. Two v two, two on target. They only had two on target five corners to one so sort of territorially it tells you that we were you know fairly in the game but again were we really a threat arguably not mm. yeah yep and um, that, I think that quality in the final third particularly with Roberts yeah just isn't there I think no it yeah. isn't 
Harry, any, any closing thoughts on, on fin- that? Fin- from you? Just a final thought. The thing that struck me, it goes back to my poll. We were coming out of the stadium and he said, Stoke had the better players, but we had the better team. And he said, the comment being, you know, somebody we were chatting, you get a sense, Lambert's actually building a model of play into which the January cavalry will slot. So he's obviously getting a system in place so that whoever comes in in January will hopefully know what the framework is and therefore they will be ready to go. Does that make sense? Rather than bringing them in and thinking, okay, how are we going to do it? It does. There's an identity definitely being formed. Yeah. Mm. Let's do some questions, shall we? Um, Where do we start? Um... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We've talked about Scoose, so quite a lot of people have asked us about Scoose, so I'll, I'll leave that one if that's all right. Um, 19 different players, this is from our mate Tricky McTrickerson, 19 different players used, including sums over these two tough away games. Was Lambert using those as free hits to assess his squad before settling back into a first-choice lineup for a more winnable Wigan game next week? Dave, any thoughts on that one? I think a bit of both on that, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just, I've said it before on the pod, you know, trying to just find something, you know. Um Interestingly, I think Bishop showed glimpses certainly at Forest last week. Interestingly, he didn't he 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 um he didn't get run off the bench at all yesterday, did he? No. So whether he 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 comes back in contention for next week or not or not, I don't know. But um, yeah, I'd say a, a, a bit of both really. Yep. Um, we'll keep these brief as that's all right because I've dragged on and failed in my host duties. Um, Mullet, who I met with yesterday, um, are we one key player away from it turning or is it a rip it up and start again approach needed now? The defence is the only balanced area of the squad and it's porous. The midfield is now too young and the strike force a pea shooter in a guerrilla war. 
or am <laughs> I wrong? One player from turning it all around, Harry, or rip it up and start again in January? No, it's not one player, but nor is it rip it up. It's in between the two. I think we need strengthening in a, in, a, in several areas. If we had to play, if we could get four players, I would get, the, uh, in the dream world, you'd get two strikers, you'd get an experienced fullback, preferably with a bit of physicality, but that's just me, or, and possibly a wide defender who can complement, you know, you know, someone like, a jo- what's his name, Jonathan Power, who was able to, pl- not necessarily his, yeah. le- you know, but somebody who can play, who, who can switch, both, who can play competently at left or right back, somebody like that. So um, in between the two. Okay, um, on the kind of January window here, um, um, Seb Brown, um, my, my mate Seb, says um, if we lose to Wigan and the gap increases further, would we be doing ourselves harm by bringing in players in January to try and delay the inevitable? Are we better off bringing in loan players back and blooding them for six months to hit the ground <coughs> running next year? Um, he doesn't oh, mention got... League One, but with a view to League One. So, Dave, uh, let... what are your thoughts? We've got to give it a go. We've got to give everything a go, yeah. haven't we, Rich? We must. Yeah. We can't just give up on it. Even even if we are 10 points adrift, got to go in January. We, you know, if, if, as we understand, there is going to be... Well, maybe not after what came out last week, but if... There is funds available. He's got to go for it. We must give it a go. Got to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, Alistair, I'm a mate, Olimar. Um, what next for Edwards? Um, the confidence in his debut has been rarely seen um, and he appears strangely fatigued in games, even when a sub. Is he destined to compete with Grant Ward to be Jack Le- Lancaster's understudy um, until the latter is sold? Um, Harry, any thoughts on Gwyn Edwards and his kind of in and out of the team at the moment? I wonder if he's been worked out a little bit. Um, I thought he was very poor defensively against um, Bristol City, but that's not where you apply wingers. Wingers are not- notoriously hot and cold. And you always get the comments about no end product, no end product. I don't know. He's flattered to deceive a little bit after the bright start, but maybe his form again, like the others, has been affected by all the constant chopping and chain that, that's going so. on. We know what he's capable of, and I think Lambert will have a plan for him to get him back to that, but it's trying to, it's, as with all wingers, it's trying to get a bit of consistency into his game. Having Lancaster there, I think, would be a help, because suddenly you've got another player who you can, who can take you out of the firing line and then you can then re- rework on your game, come on as an impact sub, swap over, and that way both of you can find your form in touch. Yep. Yeah. Um, Peter Carr, um, again on the subject of January, um, if Lambert only has the budget to bring in one striker, hopefully he doesn't, um, but if he does, um, should he go for a Gested Crouch, Daryl Murphy or anyone else? Any thoughts on those names, Dave? Yeah, I think someone with a bit of physicality, as, as you yeah. said, we've got no threat from set plays, really. We're not a big side. So so someone of that of that ilk, I would suggest, yeah. 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 Maybe a, someone like a Gestead could be afford anyone like that. Yeah. Ugly, I don't know. They but yeah, someone with a bit of physicality, it's a dream, isn't it, with an eye for goal. It's, yeah. yeah. That's who we need at the moment. We won't be the only ones. Um, let's no. go on. We, t- we, t- we mentioned AGM and Evans at the start. Um, Superfans asks, um, there seems to be a suggestion that we may be about to bought or Evans is looking to sell. Um, without wishing to sound like Groucho Marx, would we really want an owner who is stupid enough to buy us in our current situation? <laughs> Harry, any thoughts on it? whether there is any interest? Or whether they would be a bit dumb to make a move for us at the moment? No, I would say the time to buy a business is when it's struggling because you can see some upside in it. I would, I'd invert that just from wider business experience. That what you don't want to do is buy a business that's all singing, all dancing, even if it is doing well. Because you, can, you have the question you always ask as an investor is, how can I maximise the value of this? At the moment, let's just say that we're not working to our optimum value. You look at the fan base, and everyone thinks, oh, Ipswich is a small town. It's not. It's the team of the county. Ipswich yeah. has got a huge fan base, and it is. If ever there was a definition of a sleeping giant, you know, we are. If somebody's clever enough, we are an absolute bargain to pick up. 
stop at if you're talking a figure of around 30 million pounds i would say because the potential upside with a bit of infusion of money in terms of investing in the squad we we banged on about this too much almost on the preview show about stoke spending 50 million on half a squad but i'm not suggesting if that's not sure if that's what we need but it's that's the reality. You look at the teams who are likely to go up this year, Leeds, West Brom, Derby, um, Villa, Borough, Forest. The amount of money that those six alone, ignoring Stoke and Swansea who are catching up, those alone, what they have ploughed in, that's the reality. So in a way, it's not so much the asset value of the club you're buying, it's what are you prepared to invest to get you back into that. Mm. But in terms of, I, I would argue that we're, we are, I'd say we're a very purchasable asset at the moment, but um, it's what, if you're, and to get us, if we were dropped into League One, what would it take to get us back up? The problem, of course, is the problem, of course, there is that you, you know, you're hamstrung in terms of what you can what you can spend on the squad. Yep. So I can see possibly that's why Evans would be panicking if we do drop. You know, that it could um, his investment could could fall away. I mean, yep. that's me just improvising. I don't know. That's my thinking on it. Yep. Loud. I don't know what you reckon, Dave. It's, no, um... I, I do. I mean, I've, I've heard. I think everybody's heard rumours that the, the clubs, mm. you know, he'll if if the, if the right offer came <coughs> came along, he would mm. sell. Um, yeah. But who? Yeah, I, I, I totally get. I totally understand where you're coming from, Harry. But who's going to take a punt? You know, who yeah. is going to take a punt on us now? You know, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I, him denying it doesn't surprise me. But yeah, I've I've, yeah. I've heard rumours from you know from within the club and stuff that if they're right for the last few months. So don't know. I guess it depends how desperate Evans is to sell, isn't it? You know, yeah. if he mm. wants to get all his money back, then good luck to him, eh? Um, Andy Grimes, um, Lambert seems pretty upbeat about our future. Does he know something we don't? Um, is there a multi-million pound war chest available? Are three teams about to get hefty points deductions? Um, let me put a, a slant on that question. Um, obviously, we are hoping, um, this sounds really bad to hope that other teams go into admin and get points mm. deductions, but Lambert's positivity... Um, any thoughts on this as a tactic, Dave? I mean, I got into a bit of a Twitter debate last night with spat. people about, not, mm. not quite a spat, maybe almost, <coughs> about um, Lambert being positive and saying we played really well with the best team yesterday. It, there's not a huge amount of point in slagging the players off at this point, is there? You need to no, be positive. Not at all. He's got to build them up. He's got to build yeah. these players up. I mean, these players yeah. are low. You know, when Hurst left, these players were... Yeah, really low. So uh, yeah. I think it's great. You know, you know, he's 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 not only that, but his body language on the touchline. It's just you know everything is upbeat about the guy, which is which is what we need. Um, let's just hope it. You know, let's just hope it's enough. Yep. A mm. um, couple more quick ones. Um, Benjamin A. A. Um, realistically, how many games have we got to turn our form around before it's never to be too late? Quick one from both of you on this one, Harry. How many games have we got before it's too late? Um, or do you think, want to give us a month or a day? I'd say that the two, the two early January games against Rotherham Millwall. That's 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 really that is it. That is it. Is if you know what I mean. We've had Bristol City. Uh, we've got Wigan, and then some mixed them with United, other games. United, haven't we? Yeah, you know, yeah. and you've got you know you've got like yeah. Borough away. You know, yeah. you think really yeah. you're not going to really get anything there. Yeah. So yeah. this Wigan game again, a bit like the Bristol City game the other week. This Wigan game coming up is a, I think is a must win just to yeah. get some just to get some momentum for goodness sake going into those games yeah yeah um we'll, we'll end on a positive note <laughs> this is not a positive note um chris rand our mate chris rand um has oh, yeah. sent this in as a question for you this is a trivia um when was the last season in which ipswich and norwich were two divisions apart noting where our feathered friends find themselves in the league table at the oh. moment 
Last time we were two divisions apart. I'm going to have to press you on a quick answer for this one. That goes... Wow. Um, crikey. Uh, ninth, I'd, I'd say first year we were promoted to the Division 1, so we're at Norwich in third division south then, so 1960, 61. Chris says never. Never. Yeah. We have yeah, never been two divisions apart. Don't surprise um, me. So the... There's a, yeah. There you go, guys. Three. <laughs> Something <laughs> to look forward to. Indeed. Mm. Let's do the roundup then. Let's talk about Norwich quickly. Let's get this out of the way. Um, a 3-2 win against Bolton, which was handy on one hand. Um, but another last-minute win. I mean, three nice goals helped by a setting off for Bolton. But Norwich Gosh, just this, keeps sneaking these, don't they? This this takes me back to that Lambert season when oh. they got promoted. It's what 2010-11. So many times they'd be, you know, draw, you know, draw. Oh, Norwich going to drop points? Not, no, no, they're not. I think Mikey put something on WhatsApp yesterday and sort of Bolton with a with a sort of worried looking face with about about ten to five. And I almost put, I oh, know, don't don't worry, it'll be pu- pooky 95th minute uh, winner. <laughs> but I didn't, unfortunately. But um, they just do it, mate. They've got that. They've got that that spirit. They've got that belief, haven't they? Unfortunately, yeah. um, and again, that sort of result yesterday, it's, it's the, the situation we're in, didn't really know whether to laugh, you know, be happy or sad at that one, really. Yeah. Laugh or cry. And Old Bolton one. back in financial trouble. Apparently, players haven't been paid for November. Well, paid last month. I owe a quick apology. I said that young Cantwell was born in was from was born or from Stowmarket, but apparently his family is. He was. I got out of it. Apparently, he is. He was born in Dereham. But apparently some of his family or something. I don't know where I found where I got that from. <laughs> from Stowmarket. So apologies out there. Well, there you go. The Norfolk Mafia are alive and well. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, hope you, hopefully your family have been returned to your knife. And that's nice <laughs> to save day. Um, Leeds, um, 2-1. They went behind. Naki well scored. But a 2-1 win for them. Keeping up with Norwich. Um, anything else up the top of the table to look at? Um, we've got Borough, um, Blackburn, Dak getting so who saw the sending off of for borough really tenuous shirt pull on oh, back that's yeah. a horrible one what the hell mm. yeah didn't didn't yeah that was that was an odd one yeah two good goals in that game yeah, uh, some longer was free yeah. kick or some longer was a peach wasn't it, it was great strike one. great charlie, goal charlie, charlie, charlie mulcrew as well oh, I love you know, mulcrew's yeah, got yeah. left foot like a hammer brilliant player like, yeah. i always liked him um, finishers eh Mm. And other teams that are helping us out. Frank Lampard's derby, again, with the help of ascending off, managed to beat Wigan, our opponents next week. Um, Marriott. Yeah, Jack Marriott on the yeah. nice glancing header. Um, yeah. Harry, we'll talk about Wigan, obviously, on Thursday or whenever we do yeah. the preview show next week. Um, sending off for Naismith, is that a miss for them? Fullback, I think, is he? No, it will be. No, definitely it will. Yeah. 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 The interesting thing. The, um, Sorry, did you see the the West Brom equaliser, Rodriguez equaliser? Let's talk about that. It was right out of the 1950s, that one, wasn't it? Oh my what God. a fantastic goal for West Bromwich Albion there. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely destroyed <laughs> the keeper, right. didn't he? Yeah. Oh, dear. The hand of Rod was what they were oh, calling it. hand of Rod. <laughs> Good goal in that game by yeah. Garzi as well. Hell of a strike. Yeah. yeah. West Brom continue their run of being on Sky every single week. And on a Friday as well. Um, I'm yeah. going to do these in alphabetical order because I've lost my sequence mm. um, Birmingham's great home record went down to a Bristol no. City patchy run quick, Harry go on tell us about Bristol quick quick West Country angle I had a couple of Bristol City fans in today absolutely crestfallen that they'd won oh god that means Lee Johnson's going to be staying they're really des- they're really they're really ambivalent about it there was a tie-in with Jiju who scored the winner because yeah. he was there was the retrospective spitting ban that he was a six-game ban he was given for alleged spitting incident that Birmingham claimed to have happened so there was a little bit of blood there's a bit mm. of bad blood there they 
also played each other in that, that mad end of the season when Forrest, them or Blackburn were going to go down and Harry Redknapp's Birmingham as they were went down and managed to mug a win at Bristol having done nothing. Yeah. There's a little bit of a history building up there and watching it but they're not happy about they're, they're kind of well they're conflicted about Lee Johnson winning because I think he's going to win about three or four more and you know what's going to happen yeah. but anyway he's but they're now 11 points clear from safety so you know it's a chance for them in a way to rebuild in January. Yeah. A team that is is being dragged into danger wow. and is not looking yeah. safe. Brentford um, yeah. lost three two to Swansea at home some good goals but also some kamikaze defending by Brentford yeah. scored yeah. Swansea scored from the kickoff didn't they could have grabbed a point at the end at the um, bar, but yeah they did Frank's, come back to it but think, think um, since Frank's been in charge I think they played 9-1-1 draw 1 lost 7 so they yeah. are really on a downer yeah. really really down in fact the draw they got was a West Brom but yeah, they are uh, they are struggling. Leroy Fuer's goal is worth a look. I think it was a cross in with a Rabona and then an overhead kick and then Yeah, Fergus the Rabona the was class. Yeah, always always on for one of them. Yeah, Brilliant. Yeah. Um, Mill two, Hull two. Um, Tell you what, this was this was a result because with well, fifteen minutes to go, was it when they scored seventy three, perhaps a little bit longer, um, Millwall, we were ten points adrift. Yeah. Well there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Result, I, I, need to, I need to look into this more. They've conceded something like twelve goals in six games. I think they haven't won. They're you know, not that we can hold our hang hanger had hat on anything, but I think Millwall are looking very flaky this season. It's understatement of the year, but I think in the sense of a smaller team getting relegated, one every one out of every three who drops is usually one of the, is usually a question of scale, and it could well be Millwall this year. I don't know. They're it, they're looking very very ropey. They haven't won, and I think they haven't won in six games either. So they're almost like Brentford, but only a level below. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. Yeah. 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 Harris is obviously getting will get more you time think... than maybe someone else might. There. Yeah. You look, will, look yeah. At, looking yeah. at it now, you'd think. Millwall, Bolton, and yeah, we need one, one, one other sort of, yeah. of those. Um, you'd think Brentford have got enough, really. They'll they'll nick a win and 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 then nick two or three, won't they? You think? There's a pattern with Brentford before when this happened when Dean Smith first came in. They had they had a, what they called a roller coaster season, where they literally they went on mad winning runs. Then they, they went and then. You know, almost a bit like Bristol City, and I wouldn't be surprised if they regroup and then win six in a row at some point in the new year yeah, to yeah. get them back out of trouble. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to hang, yeah. hang might my and, hat on that. Yeah, yeah. might yeah. need a new manager to do that. Yeah, yeah um, two more um, games for us, all involving kind of teams that well, Preston were there or thereabouts a while back, but <laughs> yeah. Forest, yeah, we, we made Forest look really good, result. but yeah. Mm. Pretty poor goal to concede as well from Forrest, but yeah, yeah. Preston one 0 yeah, yeah. Um, oh. And then um, a Yorkshire derby, Sheffield Wednesday two, Rotherham two. Um, yeah, some yeah. good goals in that one, but Sheffield Wednesday are banging trouble as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. He's I think he's, he's on borrowed time. Luke, he's on borrowed yeah. time, isn't he? He must got to be. be. Yeah. The other be. thing, I, I think he's got what, one win and two draws and nine. When I was looking it yeah. up, the other thing, the other thing about Nor- Yorkshire, that the the kind of the dynamic there is, it's very much the big cities against the small towns. So if Leeds or the two Sheffield teams are playing Barnsley, Rotherham, Doncaster, any of those teams, the, the smaller Yorkshire teams, they always side. You know, there's a, like Huddersfield will get behind Barnsley against any of the big three. The, that that narrative runs out, so that that game will have been sweet for Rotherham. Sheffield, it was it was perfect in a way because Sheffield Wednesday are defensively very very flaky at the moment, and uh, Rotherham. It was it was tailor made for them to get a get a result out of it. Um, and from what I saw, the reports I read of it, they they were good value for the draw as well. Yeah, I think so, what yeah, I heard was yeah. Rotherham were disappointed to not win it. Yeah, um, I'm not going to do the extrapolation because I didn't remember to do it. 
Um, and there's not a huge amount of excitement to, be, to, to talk be about. To be fair, I don't think Ben's been doing it for the past month or no, so. No, he, there was he a can't qu- bring himself to. I think Super Friends asked the question, which is how many appearances from players will <laughs> it take for us to get to the number of points that we'll get in the season, which will happen first. I don't. Been all sorts, hasn't yeah. it? It's been. We've had more managers than home wins this season. <laughs> oh, it's just. Oh. It's just. I mean, you look at it. it oh, three wins in 33. Eight. The, the one that stunned me was eight in 46. Eight wins, so you go through a complete season. Eight wins in 46, where we recruit God. something like 39 points. It's. I've seen one win this calendar year so far, um, and my last home win was in November last year. So, yeah, K- Kira, my son, because he works occasionally, my youngest works occasionally every other Saturday. It goes to a home match pretty much. Um, last saw us win at home to Forest this time last year. <laughs> There you go. Well, oh, on to, oh rubbish! Um, rubbish! <laughs> on to on to more interesting things. Um, two little ducks. The the bit that you guys love the most. Um, oh, right. Yesterday was not the only time that Ipswich have left disappointed from the Potteries. On Tuesday, the fourteenth of September, two thousand and four, Ipswich went into the game top of the league and were disposed by Stoke, who went top in their place in a 3-2 win. Um, I want to know the team of Joe Royal's Ipswich versus Tony Pulis's Stoke in that 3-2 victory. Um, 2004. Okay. 2004. Um, do you want to have a okay. think and I'll do some plugs to catch some time back up? Yeah. I'll give you a couple of minutes. So you can find all of the Blue Monday stuff on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Um, our Twitter handle is at Blue Monday ITFC. Um, Another thing to plug is our live event, also against Stoke, this time at home on the 16th of February. You can find all the details for that on our Twitter site um, and on eventbrite.com. Um, the preview show next week with Harry and I which will come out on probably on Friday as we preview the must-win, big hashtag clacks of must-win game against Wigan. Um, more on that in a bit as well, I'm sure. And from what I hear from Dave, hopefully him and Stat will have a This Week in ITFC history for you as well. I, If you are listening to this rather than watching the video, I'm looking at two very perplexed and confused faces. I feel my job here it's as host done. is done. Is, if I okay. can confuse officiados and kings of the blog okay well, Christ knows then I'm good so, alright uh, we'll do um, our own little Twitter handles at the I'll end go, I'll, I'll have a go but let's go for it Kelvin Davis Kelvin Davis is in goal don't forget you've got a golden goose each I'll let you have used we subs have... Kelvin oh, Davis God. Jason Jason DeVos Jason DeVos who scored a goal yeah. um, Jim Magilton Richard Naylor. Richard Naylor playing centre back. Yes. Yeah. Darren Bent. Darren Bent. Yes. <sighs> Who would his strike partner have been? Fa- fa- I think I was going to think of more Fabian Wilness. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, I'll take I Fabian Wilness. Yeah, Shefky, yeah. Shefky Kuchu. Shefky This is easy, guys. Come on. You joke and no, it's not. <laughs> this, uh, this now is... it gets hard. Yeah. God, I mean, I haven't even looked at Stoke. Jesus, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. There's some good uh, names. Harry, we like... A, where are they now? Well, this there's a... there's a He was there? Question mark? You're going to have to throw some... You're going to have to throw some little... Um, midfield. I'm trying to think. So there's a... Oh, was, 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 go on, Dave. Go, I, I'm going to try on, on, on Garvin. 
Um, no, uh, I pretend I didn't um, hear that one. Ian Westlake. Oh, Ian Westlake, who scored the other yeah. goal. Loving that. Yeah. Another, you've got to think of another central midfielder from that era who yeah. scored plenty of goals for us. Tommy Miller. Tommy Miller. Way uh, yes. I, man. Yes. Tommy yeah. Miller. Yeah, way I, man. I'll give you a lift. Me ODT team up. You've got... You're only, so you're only oh, missing... We're missing a defence. So we're missing a defender and a midfielder. The midfielder, um, X-Man City and West Ham. There's a clue. Uh, Horlock. Horlock. Um, and the defender, um, ha along with George Santos, who didn't play, is another name from that era of punts that maybe didn't work out for defenders. Um, I think he played... Oh, um, Drissity Allo. Drissity Allo. We've got a whole set, gents. Yeah. Oh, that's British Town. Um, Fancy I'm... any subs? Um, two strikers came on. Uh, 2004-5-4. You on? Go on. Yes. Yes. Came on for Coochie. And uh, Willis was subbed off for... Um... um Milton Keynes Finest. I said Matt Richards. He was an unused sub. I'll, I'll... Okay. Um, Bowditch. Bowditch was the other sub that came on. Bowditch, yeah. The other two players on the bench, yeah, I need a keeper. Have a punt at the keeper. Uh, came through the it, academy. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis Price? Price. Yeah. Lewis Price. Yeah, yeah. The other one's a loanee. If you get this, I will buy you the car myself. Um, Tony on. Dinning was. Oh. <laughs> Tony Dinning. <laughs> oh, Christ, man. Up there with Jerry Creaney for. Quality oh. low knees. Do you want to fancy a bash at Stoke? That, I was thinking that 2014 would be difficult, but you blitz, blitz that one. There are some good yeah. names here in Stoke. Who yeah. do you remember who scored the winner? What, what was the score in this game? It was 3 2. They scored in the 85th minute mm. to make it 3 2. Ex Norwich, ex Leicester striker, who had a really barren run for Leicester and then finally scored for them in the Premier League. Uh, ex Norwich, ex, ex Norwich, ex Leicester. Uh, that's the striker. Um, ex sure. Chelsea Dutch goalkeeper with a great tash. De Hoy. De Hoy is in goal. That yeah. was my. Um, he was there. Um, <laughs> um, Mick's favourite midfielder from Wolves. Uh, oh. QPR. Oh, Henry. Oh, 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 Carl Henry. Henry. Yeah. Carl oh, Henry. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, there's not. I don't know too many of these players actually. Um, Matt Elliott, centre back pair, partner at Leicester in that early. Jerry Taggart. Jerry Taggart. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm going to struggle to find the rest of these to give you. Go on. Throw, us a, throw us some more bones in there. Go oh, on. I, I honestly that. don't. I can't give you clues because these are players that are not uh, particularly well. Um, people like Griffin wasn't there, was he? No. No. Do you want a bit to, too early. I'll call you out. At, Andy Griffin, this Harry, you know, Gri yeah, there Andy are Griffin. not, there, this is not a big name team, which, is, and they finished 12th after having gone top at this game. They ended up 12th. Yeah. They had a run between October and February of getting binary results. It was so either nil nil. It's the binary season. Yeah. 2004 yeah. 5, Stoke yeah. went top. Stoke went top. In September and then finished 12th. But there are not names here that you, there's an ex Norwich Go player, midfielder. God gives a goalkeeper. We've had De, De Hoy's in goal. Oh, sorry, I thought, yeah. I'm going to call you out. Yeah, go on. That. But that was a good effort. That was, I'm going to call that 14. Too bad, it's yeah. nice. Actually, there's a Leicester winger who played for England. Was the Came off the bench. Guppy. He was Guppy, yeah. I'll give you Guppy, 15. Um, so the Stoke team was Ed De Hoy, a guy called John Halls, who was sent off. 
A guy called Wayne Thomas, who scored two of the goals. Okay, yeah, yeah. Marcus Hall, ex-Coventry City. Um, uh-huh. Dave Brammer, who came through at Crewe. Yeah. Daryl Russell was the ex-Norwich midfielder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Clive yeah. Clark. Couldn't tell you anything about Clive Clark. Irish, possibly, I think. Um, Akin Bailly was the striker. Uh, <laughs> and his strike partner was N- Gifton Noel Williams. Noel Williams. I was oh, gonna, yeah. God, I love I a double-barrel yeah. name. Yeah. Um, and mm. Carla Saba, who was a Stoke kind of cult oh, hero. Oh, Saba, yeah, Gilling. Yeah. Came off the bench. Saba. Clint Hill was on the bench. Um, another of oh. these kind of stalwarts. Um, but that was good going for the Ipswich team, gents. Not not oh, many clues no, needed there. Yeah, well, I said two, you played an absolute blinder there, mate. I said 2004-05 side, which sort of, yeah, always le- uh, yeah. You know, leaves mm. a good uh, impression, that one, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> More positive times. Um, so I've, I've done the plugs for... Yeah, you can confirm now, Dave. There is a This Week in ITF's History. Yeah, it should be, it should be one this week. Yeah, I think stats free from work and I'm free from any ailments. So, yeah, fingers crossed there will be one going out um, going out this week. I know um, Jules, Jules Hughes, Julian Hughes oh, on, yeah. uh, on Twitter has been, uh, been requesting him. So, hopefully, Jules, this week there will be one out there. This week there will be a this week. Yeah. And me and Harry will, will be back be. as usual as well. You both, yeah. gents, will be at the 16th of February... Certainly will. Monday Live pod. It would be great to see as many yep. people as possible. Um, let's just briefly talk Wigan before we sign off. Um, <laughs> Bristol City was a must win. What is this? Do we have the question last week? What's the mother? Is this the great grandmother? What is, what God, is this, I think, I think this is, isn't it? I, saw, I did have yeah. a quick check on their team yesterday. I noticed that um, Garner and, well, with the link with us, Garner and Connolly both came off the bench yesterday late on, so they, they certainly did, yeah. didn't start. And yeah. to tell you who was conspicuous by his absence... Um, in the squad was Nick Powell, who's obviously yeah, big whether he's injured mm. or not, I'm not really sure. I know that Harry will Ooh, Harry will find that, that out at some point. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought they, they must have had a good run, some sneaky sort of runs. They got like 25 points. They're like 16. It's the you know, they're record, in, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I think they're they're okay. I'm not sure they're great on their uh, they're great on their travels, but. You know, looking at the games after that, Sheffield United, QPR away, Borough away, Millwall at home. If we're going to look, if, if anything's going to happen this season, other than where we feel what's going to happen, we need to win. We desperately need to win Saturday. Yep. God. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Harry, we'll, um, we'll chat more about this on, on yeah. next week, won't we? But yeah, we, it's a big we, 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 we will find the kryptonite. It is surely there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> James, do you want to give me yeah. your Twitters and all that kind of stuff, Dave, where we can find yeah, you? Yeah, you at David Diamond 3. And Harry. At, at, at Harry from Bath. Brilliant. And uh, you can find me at Ipswich. Thank you, gents, for your time. Thank you for all Great the questions. Stuff. Sorry that I couldn't get through all of them. That's my fault for talking too much about the Stoke game. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and um, fingers crossed, Dave, for a, for a good week. And um, we'll... I hope so. Ben will be yeah. back next weekend for uh, to pick the bones out of Wigan and hopefully it's a positive one. Um, have a great week, gents. Uh, say goodbye. Cheers, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app.
You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.